Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Expedition Exit Experience, or Triple E for short. I am your host, host Chelsea, also known as Crispy on the internet, and with me today is the very recently just voted out fifth placer and robbed, potentially, probably, we have Eliza. Hi, definitely robbed, in my humble opinion. For what it's worth, educally. Basically, from the moment Jacqueline was voted out. I'm not sure if you want the spoiler or not. If you don't, then I won't say anything. But oh, no, go for it. Go for it. F- from the round directly after Jacqueline was voted out until the round Dizzy got rocked out, I had to use the number one contender. Oh, lovely. I feel I just felt like that your chances of getting to the end were relatively high. And honestly, had Desi not been rocked out, you, you probably would get there. So. I think so. Yeah. And plus, obviously, a lot of people in the jury uh, were fans of you. So that was definitely going to work out in the end, I feel like. But alas, here we I are. I think so. There was a period in the middle where I was like, oh, no way. I'm not winning this. This is not happening. And yeah. then it kind of went back up. I was like, actually, <laughs> maybe. And then I died. There was, I forget exactly what round it was. It might have been, yeah, it was, it was semi like recently where you had a confessional that was like a really like, it, not in depth, but it was like a really big like self analysis sort of thing where you're where you were talking about oh yeah like like how like <laughs> how, how in real life it's not you're not about confidence talking to people about some stuff and then and, or it kind of opens things up and also how it's been translating to the game and whatnot and we were all like if she wins this would be like the confessional that gets like highlighted at the very end on the show <laughs> but yeah I mean I think that this game just brought out some feelings but it's fine. Well, hopefully they weren't all bad feelings, and <laughs> that at least most of it was enjoyable. Yeah. But I guess I did want to ask about, probably the best place to start is going to be, you know, the round you were eliminated. So, obviously, mm-hmm. five people left, Desi just gets rocked out, and Gavin essentially becomes a swing vote, it seems like. So, with that, uh, what did you, I guess, do and Michelle plan on working together and trying to get Gavin to vote with you for one of figure Dawn? Well... Right at the beginning, we kind of tossed around like a bunch of different things like, oh, maybe Dawn will flip on Figgy, maybe Figgy will flip on Dawn, maybe Gavin will flip on either one of them. But we didn't really know anything until we saw the results. And then when Gavin won, Gavin made comments like, oh, you know, the game isn't like as straightforward as it seems or something. And I was like, okay, I'll just take this and see what I can do with it. But and then he kind of just flip-flopped around for 24 hours, being very non-committal, and then decided not to do anything. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think there was any other choice other than Gavin. I don't think either of the other two were going to do anything. Right. I mean, it did just go to rocks, well, like, basically against you, specifically. So, it does make things a bit tough. Mm. But do you think Gavin was actually considering voting with you guys for Dawn, or do you feel like it was more him just trying to, like keep his options available um i think he was considering it at the beginning but the fact that he legitimately didn't tell me until nine o'clock like on the deadline i don't believe that he made his vote that late i don't really get it (laughs) i don't really understand why he just gave me all that hope and then i don't know very kind of bitter towards the way he was this round to be quite honest now, I guess the question would be, 
if you make because you obviously were not a very big fan of figgy you made that abundantly clear in your confessionals and honestly even outside of your confessionals. oh absolutely not a fan <laughs> but does that mean that in a hypothetical instance because obviously it's a final two in a final two of gavin and figgy would what gavin just did make you consider voting for figgy in the end no <laughs> okay i'm not voting for figgy i kind of didn't want I vote for Gavin after how he treated me this round. But to be honest, I will vote for Gavin over Figgy or Dawn. So Okay. So it's really just He's like Michelle doesn't get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really I, I appreciate that Gavin thought about it and I do think he considered keeping me. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like that he took until the deadline to let me right. know. I was like begging him for an answer beyond that before that point. Right. And you'll always be able to ask him, you know, exactly what was going on in its head, either at an FTC or even if he gets eliminated on jury. So hopefully you get that cleared up sooner rather than later. But yeah, I guess the big question for me is going to be, I think you made it pretty clear in your confessionals, but for anybody who either didn't see them or, you know, is just in the jury, what's been your problem with Figgy for basically the whole, I guess, more endgame part of it? Because I don't think you came into the merge hating Figgy. Oh, no, I didn't. Listen. Okay. I knew that it was Rodney from, like, the first couple of conversations mm-hmm. just because it was very obvious to me. I played the last two – my last two games I've played with him very closely. Well, not closely in Warriors All-Stars, but, like, me and him had a whole thing. So I just – I know what he is like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, in the beginning, it's just, like, that annoying, like, oh, every conversation's like, a stand-up routine kind of thing. I don't really enjoy that to begin with. But I tried so hard to not <laughs> let the fact that it was him affect how much I trusted him. Because I don't think it's fair to take into account other games in an alias game. Right. But, and I mean, to be fair, you were actively working with him, especially after the Jacqueline vote. Yeah, I was. Like, I didn't trust him the whole time. Like, And I think I wrote that in my confessional from the very beginning that I always had a bad feeling about him. But about her, sorry, but I was willing to just, like, push past it because I had no reason to actually distrust her. But then, yes, after the Jacqueline vote, when everything kind of came out, she messaged me after the results and was like, do you want to talk? And I was like, I was at work, but I messaged back a little while later being like, yes, and then she just ignored me for, like, three hours. Okay. (laughs) To the point where I had to then talk to Michelle And Michelle basically had to force her to come and talk to me about it, which is just like really bad social gameplay in my opinion. Like if you're going to like, you know, if your whole entire game gets blown up and you still want to work with me, like maybe you should approach me and be the one to explain what just happened. I shouldn't have to like force your partner in a game to get you to talk to me. And then it was even worse after the Michaela vote when he just completely dipped out of the entire game for two days. Um, after, like, fucking over his own partner. Mm-hmm. And then it just got worse and worse. Like, his reactions post-vote is what I can't stand. I'm sure that Rodney is a very nice person. I've never talked to him outside of a game. Can't speak to him as a person. But as someone who plays orgs, I just don't have respect for someone who, like, doesn't, is a sociopath, basically. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty how I biting it. Uh, situation but obviously you're the one who's played with them so you would know better than anyone else he just doesn't have any emotions like and doesn't like 
consider the fact that other people have emotions. Like, yes, it's a game of Survivor, but we are still people. Like, yes, the whole point is to lie to people, strategize, whatever. I don't have an issue with any of that stuff. But if you're then going to, like, dip out and just, like, refuse to interact with people that you've just screwed over or whatever, that's when, like, I have a problem. (laughs) Because plenty of people in this game, like me, Gavin, I voted against Gavin and Chris at the merge vote after they kept me. Like, we had issues there. Gavin wanted me out, like, the whole time, basically. Papa and Dawn, like, I never really worked with them. But I was, every single one of them, I was able to just, like, jump back into conversations with straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The relationship Except with Gavin... <laughs> the relationship with Gavin seemed very strange in the grand scheme of things, especially because, I mean, him and Chris, they, I guess, ultimately ended up being swing votes and keeping you and Jacqueline over Ron in that tribal like the very last one before the merge and then the very next round you guys try voting gavin out yeah <laughs> but gavin told me later that he was he wanted me out in that run vote anyway so i mm-hmm. i feel kind of justified <laughs> in a way that i didn't like he didn't trust me i didn't trust him i preferred people like michelle and michaela and i just have a tendency to work with people that i connect with on like a non-game level and so that's I, I just have more trust for people who I have like a proper connection with so that's why I went I wanted to work with them more so right and I didn't want Gavin out anyway I wanted to vote out Papa but clearly <laughs> that wasn't going to happen considering everybody loved him I just didn't know that <laughs> yeah well yeah I think you hadn't really been on a tribe with him at all in the pre-merge no, not once. Yeah, so a little bit hard when you haven't interacted with somebody to know exactly their, their reach in the game. Yeah, plus all of the people who I thought were like my closest allies, they like failed to mention that they were also his close ally. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not my fault. Although I'm assuming all of that was blowing up after the Jacqueline vote when they probably went to you and explained the situation. Or at least hopefully they did that. because that Yeah, would like sense. I found out after that, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I guess speaking of that Jacqueline vote, because it's probably a good time to talk about it, uh, you had mentioned that, you know, the re- one of the reasons why you played this game, and honestly, the major reason why you had played this game was because Jacqueline essentially asked you to. So mm-hmm. now she goes, and you seem pretty aware that you're probably going to do better with her gone, but at the same time, like, it sucks, because, you know, that's the reason why you, you came and did this, and it's a long, it's a big commitment. So what was your mindset after Jacqueline ended up ultimately getting eliminated? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I said this a couple of times in my confessional where pretty much every single game that I've played, which hasn't been many, but this is like my sixth sixth time playing. And I'm pretty sure except for the first game I played, I've lost like a close ally either at the merge or right after the merge. And every time that's kind of been the thing that's pushed me forward in the game and like really gotten me to the end in my opinion it's usually like the catalyst for me actually mm-hmm. realizing oh actually i'm playing survivor i forgot about that yeah. now i'm gonna try <laughs> and so losing jacqueline was was that catalyst for me to like step up a bit but it, it sucked not having him yeah it's i don't know as, as awful as it is it being blindsided early on honestly does i mean it, it gives you a bit of a pep in your step and at the same time you could like you could just lie to people now, and you want to feel as bad about it. Although I guess yeah, you don't feel guilty. You don't feel guilty. Yeah, I guess granted for you, because of the way it went down, it wasn't quite the same as everybody blindsiding you. I mean, 
it was really just dog, yeah because i had just Papa, voted whoever. yeah i mean i had just gone against people who were with me so it's not like i could fully play the victim and be like oh everyone hates me i'm all alone like this is everyone else's fault and not mine like it was totally our fault that what happened happened in a way right sort of yeah i mean i guess technically the vote could have just been not gavin but you know how are you gonna know that an idol is gonna come out well, I guess Michelle, I guess Michaela and Figgy could have said something. Yeah, it would have been nice if they, like, told us. But, you know, what can you do? Right, exactly. And obviously after that happened, you you came back pretty well. I mean, you basically immediately found that other idol that fortunately didn't need, but at least you had it and you got to use I it. I wouldn't say I found it. You were <laughs> I given was access told to it. exactly where it was. <laughs> right. Which very much appreciated, Michaela. Thank mm-hmm. you. So you were going to be safe in a potential rock trial. And plus, at the same time, even like you were even trying to reconcile with Rob a bit at the very beginning because you guys hadn't really had a relationship. But then at that point, you were the only single. So you might as well at least try talking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like as soon as Jacqueline left, that's definitely when my relationship with Rob like started. Because prior to that, I was gung ho about getting Rob out, mostly just because I didn't have a connection with him at all, really. Right. And I did with most other people. But I'm I sure think it doesn't help that Rob also voted for Jacqueline two rounds in a row. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big reason why I didn't I didn't connect with him. Yes, you're right. But I like I definitely think that, that relationship helped because had we not talked much, I could have been one of his nominations. I like in that Big Brother week, mm-hmm. but when I went into that I felt completely safe, so Right, which I mean, obviously, that's pretty, you know, pretty convenient when someone from the other side, you're pretty sure isn't going to go after you. So it's always nice having that ace in the hole. And I mean, even like you were doing your best for Rob, too. It wasn't like it was just one sided. Like you you were able to try to prevent him being oh, yeah. target during that Michaela round. I wanted him to stick around. It was a shame that it became like Michaela versus Rob. It would have been nice if they both stayed and someone right. like Dawn or Figgy left. But that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, Dawn was immune, and then I guess Vicky just wasn't coming up for them. Well, I guess to be fair, Papa Bear yeah. made it abundantly clear who he was voting for. It just didn't really work out, I guess, with the idol play. Yeah. So I think it does bring, bring out an interesting part, because even, so after that round, we go into the live round, and I feel like you were definitely one of the main forces behind Chris going. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say it was just you, but like, obviously, you were probably one of the first to bring up Chris's name in the first place. Yeah, well, so that's the round where I I started to feel like I actually did have a shot at winning because I, yeah. I kind of felt the same way, that that was where I was finally feeling like I had some sort of agency or say in the vote. If I didn't have a relationship, the relationship that I had with Michelle especially, I think I would have died that round, if I'm mm-hmm. thinking correctly. It's all kind of a blur to me at the moment. Right. I mean, it, it was a little bit ago at this point, but... It did seem like, especially after the way that that Othello round went, where both Figgy and then Desi end up winning immunity. So then it seemed like it was a bit of a scramble for that half-hour voting period. And ultimately, I, th- I think you said that you talked to Figgy towards the beginning of the round and basically said, can we just do Chris? And she's like, yeah, why not? And yeah. then that <laughs> happened. So I guess, why Chris? Well, I felt like it w- like I felt like other people would be on board for Chris based on past rounds. I feel like Gavin... People either saw Gavin as, as someone who was just, like, unthreatening. They wanted to take him to the end. Plus, I think he had good relationships with a lot of people. So I, of the two of them, Chris seemed like 
the easier choice to get done. Plus, I think I had a better relationship with Gavin over Chris. Mm-hmm. But it was mostly just the fact that I wanted to keep Desi and Michelle around because I felt like those two were the only people who actually had my back. Although I think Rob had my back too. So it was mostly about keeping those three in because I felt like with those three around, I had three votes and that would have been the majority going into the next round. Well, at F7 then, was there a particular reason why? Because Rob, I guess, was trying to target Michelle, right? Like that was his old big thing for the round. Mm -hmm. Was there a reason why you didn't go to him and be like, all right, look, you're going home if we vote for Michelle. So how about like you vote with Michelle, Desi, and I for one of the other three? Like, did that thought ever cross your mind? Or was the thought always, like, Rob, just, like, this has to be his time to go? Um, I think it was more just that I didn't want people to, like, I think people already realized how close I was with Michelle and Desi, but I didn't want it to be that obvious mm-hmm. to the point where they would they would start to think that I was going to take both of them to the end and people were going to, like, worry about that, which did end up becoming the case at final six. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess at that point, that was probably one of the reasons why rocks even happened in the first place. Yeah, exactly. But I would have, I probably would have preferred to do Dawn at seven. Mm-hmm. Or I did, I know I considered doing Desi there as well. But then ultimately, De- just, and I liked Desi, but it was mainly because I felt like if she didn't go, she never would. And I knew right. that once Michelle left, me and Desi didn't really have an actual game relationship. We pretty much only talked through Michelle. Yeah. And which I guess that's the unfortunate part of, you know, a a game like this where there are very, very known partnerships and very known pairs. It's sometimes you really only have a relationship with somebody through proxy, which I guess was the instance with Desi. Yeah. I mean, love her, but just we, our schedules were not in in sync at all. Right, exactly. (laughs) Okay, Desi was having a rough schedule with like people on a normal time zone. So let alone something that you had to deal with, I can't even imagine that <laughs> I would have gone. Yeah, I guess how like what was your mindset going into the merge with there being basically just five pairs and then just Rob? Because that seemed like a very strange start to things. I feel like that's kind of what contributed to how weird the beginning of the merge ended up being. Yeah, well, it was weird because, and I think Jacqueline mentioned this in her interview. We felt like we were in such a good spot in a way that it was going to come back to haunt us in a minute. Like right. We felt like we were really good with, um, we just voted with Chris and Gavin and Dawn as well. So we felt like good there. And then both of us really liked Michelle and Michaela, which then came with their partners. So really the only people that we weren't kind of working with were Rob and Papa Bear. So we were like worried it was going to blow up in our faces. Mm-hmm. then it turns out we're like bottom of the totem pole <laughs> right well it wasn't in terms bottom, of alliances but... no i mean not bottom but there was just so much happening behind the scenes that we didn't even know about at all right which ended up being a good thing i think yeah, honestly <laughs> i mean for you it was for jacqueline i guess not as much well yeah sorry jacqueline mm-hmm Okay, that's why I maintain that Blood versus Water is such an interesting dynamic as far as just getting to deal with everything, because I know I was talking to uh, to Desi the other night, and I didn't get to post the interview yet, but we were talking about how it seemed like once the merge happened, it, tribal lines didn't really matter, like, at all, because it basically just came oh, down not to, at all. yeah, like, what pairs wanted to work with each other. And then yeah. we basically saw one person from each pair get systematically knocked off until, I mean, Rob, but that was still just, like, a very 
strange way to start things off. But at the same time, I guess, was it really strange having seeing people try to break up pairs? Because that's, you know, that's a pretty normal thing to want to do in Survivor. No, I don't think it was strange that the pairs started to get knocked off. I think it made sense, actually, how it all kind of shook mm-hmm. out, to be honest. It seemed like I don't know. Essentially, once one person's pair left, then like they were fine for the rest of the game, essentially. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, final basically. five was people who were alone and their pairs were, got eliminated. M- Michelle is probably the only one who's at risk of even placing close to where her, her partner finished. That's true. It'll definitely be interesting to see how things shake out towards the end, which I guess it probably would be a good time to, to ask how you expect things to go, basically, from now at F4 to the end of the game. Mm, good question. My hope is that Michelle can just immunity run her way to final two right which michelle hasn't won a challenge yet which i didn't realize until kind of recently yeah okay i didn't realize that either to be honest (laughs) i believe in her regardless she can do it she can do it otherwise honestly i just want to say okay the Mm -hmm. vote that i put in like the parchment that said oh what a fitting winner figgy would be don't believe that. Just really, really, really want them to cut her before the end. <laughs> um, didn't don't think it's really going to help. But I would pref- if I have to see a final two. That's not Michelle. I hope that it's Dawn and Gavin, and I hope that Gavin wins despite this whole Gavin's a goat kind of vibe that everyone has. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's necessarily a goat. Right. I mean, to be fair, it seems like. He definitely has a, a mix of what kind of SPV he's been getting as far as like people either really like liking him and getting along with him or just having instances where they can't connect in the first place. I have mixed feelings. Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. And even you're in the latter boot of that. And despite that, you're still willing to vote for him at the end versus Dawn. So it should be an interesting yeah. finals to see where everybody goes. But who would be your winner pick at this point? I feel like it's probably Dawn. Okay. So you think that she'll make it through these next couple troubles? Well, if she's coming up as a vote against you, then who knows? Mm, To be honest, I think it's probably going to be Figgy and Gavin at the end. But I don't know. I'm not very good at predicting stuff. Mm -hmm. The last time we had an F2 for Expedition, it it worked out pretty well where the final vote ended up being 4-3. to So I'm not quite sure if I expect the same thing happening here, but you never know. It would be pretty neat if it did. Well, I hope so. I'm totally against final twos, personally, Mm -hmm. but... Maybe you'll be okay. All right, which is fair. Again, I just liked it because I felt like it was a bit more fitting with you know the theme of you know you're coming in as a pair, you're going to finish off oh, as a t- pair. Absolutely. So because I normally am of the same mindset because I feel like in an F two usually it's somebody who really deserves it and then somebody's like probably a total goat unless some mistake was made or like somebody took someone else to the end because they they want to have like a, a better fight basically. I've lost for doing that in the past, so not to say that's a good idea to do just it happens mm. again i mean it's been a fun time and i mean i hope you've enjoyed it i did want to apologize for the spam posting challenge specifically you. To you i accept your apology <laughs> because i didn't quite realize the internet situation i mean i probably i just didn't think about that being like a potential problem and to be fair i, th- I feel like figgy probably still wins because she went for a pretty long time oh but, absolutely she still yeah. wins also in to be honest I'm someone who's won like fire making a few times and endurance a few times. Like my internet has, it's not always been this bad. I'm just currently in a situation that's bad. Right. So 
you know, it happens. I'm sorry for my whinging. The reason why, because I normally I I would just do like an interval kind of endurance sort of thing, but the reason why I didn't is because, you know, for for every season of expedition, I like doing that that three part final immunity challenge, and one of those Mm -hmm. is is is, uh, the interval endurance. So I couldn't exactly have the challenge happen twice. So I'm like, well, what's another idea that I can do? So. Oh, so there will be interval endurance at the end. There will be, which unfortunately didn't work out timing-wise with it being on a weekend. Like we're gonna just miss it, but oh, I thank plan- God, I'm not there. Yeah, but I, I do plan on doing it where it's gonna be. Enchanted did this too, and I thought this was a really good idea where they they split it up so that way you, you basically get two attempts at it. So that way, like you can get home from work and then do it for however long you want, and then you can get home from work the next day and then do it for however long you want. So I'm hoping that we can do the same. Yeah, thing I remember that. So that's why I didn't do inter- interval endurance where that happened. So just as a bit of a, a background. With this in mind, it definitely makes the end. Okay. Well, I guess with that, because, um, well, I mean, it's going to be interval endurance, but then it's also going to be like a, a logic puzzle and then like a medley at the end. So it's going to be a three-part sort of thing. A lot oh, rather. good. There's a logic puzzle. We love that. Yeah. Well, this this is going to be more like a like a bridges one, not like the, the normal logic puzzles. So... Mm, okay we'll see how they do but i guess with that those are basically all the things that i'd wanted to ask you was there anything about like you or your game that you wanted to add towards the end of this honestly i'm just proud that i got people to go to rocks for me right i mean that's pretty awesome that's 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 all i can ask for that's the thing you can check off your bucket list and the next thing is going to be getting rocked out in the first place i think i'm (laughs) no we don't need that okay don't bring this negative energy into my house please Totally reasonable. Now, going to rocks is great. I've I've only gotten to do it once, and it was also in a situation where I was the one who was voted for, so I didn't get to draw anything. But it was a lovely time. So I guess in that case, with that, uh, that'll be it for us. So thank you. Thank you very much for doing this. And also, like, when you guys applied in the first place, I was really hyped to see you and Drew together. So it's a shame oh, that yeah. you had We're to get voted out so early. But yeah, exactly. It was, like, in your cast assessment, I had said something along the lines of how you know, I, I people do commonly t- talk about being yin and yang and how that works out, but you were very specific in saying, you know, yin and yang sucks. It's about people who could actually work <laughs> together. Well, yes. I so I did like that take. From some other partnerships, we can agree that... I mean, there you go. The yin and yang thing doesn't work. Right. You need someone who's on the same wavelength as you. Yeah. Papier said it himself that while him and Don were definitely different, it was just... It was almost like she was like, encouraging his uh, his more... Uh, OTT tendencies, I guess, would be the best way of putting it. So, it's interesting. Like, I love Bug versus Water. I'm really glad that the seasons worked out the way it has. Yeah, it was. Mm, I don't know. I don't know that I would ever play a Blood versus Water game again. No, Maybe I fair. would. I, I I've been waiting. <laughs> I don't know. For, I've been I had, I had fun. Game. Honestly, I feel like I've been very negative in this interview. I feel like I've. Nah, I think it's been fine. But I just want to say that. I really enjoyed talking to certain people on this cast, and that is kind of what made the experience better. Okay, well, I guess shout them out a little bit here. Well, it was, like, mainly um, Michaela, Michelle, and Heidi. R.I.P. Heidi. Oh, my God. Robbed. The VL was Um, collectively in in shambles after Heidi was voted out, for what it's worth. Truly, I wish she made the merge. That would have just made changed the game. Yeah, Um, it would have... It would have been a lot, so a lot of fun. Uh, you're talking about the people who who made the game worth it for you. All right, I just I feel like I've learned through this game, plus the rest of the games that I've played, I'm not very good at strategy. I don't 
particularly even enjoy the strategic part of orgs. Like I don't enjoy waking up at like 5 a.m. and then just like talking to people about votes and stuff. (laughs) The part of orgs that I actually enjoy is literally just like having conversations with people who know how to have conversations. And I definitely got that from this org, which was great. It is always nuts. Like, I can't even imagine the situation that you end up having to put yourself in when you have to wake up that that early and be involved with people and have to talk <laughs> to them on your time schedule. So that's just nuts. And I mean, I've, I I have an appreciation for it, for what it's worth, even though it doesn't probably, it's worth nothing. <laughs> Thank you. I need to stop complaining about it because I'm sure people are sick of hearing me say that, but mm-hmm. it's hard to wake up that early. Okay, anyway. I'm I mean, it's, it's as good of an excuse as any. So, but <laughs> all right. With that... We'll call it there. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll be talking to you guys in the next one. So see you then. Uh, Goodbye.